Hello and welcome to Business, Barbells and Babies. This is the podcast where we will go far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Ro Hawley and I'm going to be sharing this time with you. We're going to be jumping into the real life shit, the struggles, the challenges, the real conversations that we need to have in order to not only navigate through the industry, but thrive and make a fucking killing. Let's have some fun. Hello and welcome to episode number 20. Thank you for joining me. Now today's episode is called Being Capable to Weather Any Storm. Um, And this episode is something that I actually, like the theme behind it is something that I have a a lot of conversations about in my day-to-day coaching practices, whether that's coaching my lifting ladies or coaching my mentoring girls, um, is actually a theme of conversation that I do have on a regular basis. And I actually haven't recorded something like this before. So as I was taking a walk this morning, I'm like, what am I going to record today? And as I was jumping back into my internal thoughts and having a look at what I've been doing journaling and the conversations I've been having, I was like, okay, this is what you need to record today because this is my coaching talk and this is what I talk about on a regular basis. So what it means to build your own capabilities to weather any storm, it basically talks about your own personal power and your own personal capabilities to get through some really challenging times. And right now, obviously life is challenging and life can feel is feeling quite relentless for a lot of us right now with restrictions and eight weeks into COVID restrictions here in Australia. And it's it's been very relentless over the last few months few months. And I've been having a lot of these conversations with my ladies and we've been talking around how to get through these challenging times. And we've also started to really delve into previous experiences of challenges and what we've learned from those challenges. And when I go through this episode today, I hope to share with you how I've built some of my own personal capabilities and what personal power means to me. And I also want to leave you with some steps in order to start working through them. So you've got some tangibles to take away from and some stuff to actually sink your teeth into. Okay. So obviously life right now is, is it feels a bit unforgiving at times. Um, it does feel like, you know, we can take a few steps forward and, and we keep getting hit back and, Life is like this, you know, whether it's COVID or not, it does feel like it happens over and over again. And if we continue to just kind of bury our head and and not acknowledge that maybe we need to get better at dealing with these times, if we don't acknowledge the stuff and we don't go, you know what, I'm going to get better here, it can really feel like life is running us and we're not running life and we're not engaging in and opting into life. Okay. And I want us to be really clear that life does have different shades, right? You know, we can have really high highs. Um, we can have really middle ground, repetitive, you know, repetitive parts of our life and the lows can feel quite heartbreakingly painful. And the way that I used to think about life and think about those challenges, um, it really was, it was really evident in the results that I was achieving in my life and how my life looked. So what I mean by that is I used to think that like pain was bad and negative experiences were bad and that I was doing something wrong. And I used to think that like when I was unhappy, I needed to fix it. And there was always things wrong with me because I couldn't, you know, I was always getting these hard times coming up one after the other. Why was this happening to me? And 
when I was living in that space, I just, I was doing so many things wrong with that. And I would try and read books and do courses and try and fix myself or get better at certain things and, you know, always focus on my weaknesses and making my weaknesses strengths and all that kind of stuff. And what I was failing to recognize is that that is the beauty of life. And I was always trying to go into fix it mode. And how do I get better at this? And what actions do I need to take to improve? Blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't until I really like recognized and respected what we call universal balance. And I, what that means is that respecting that life does have different shades. It does have good and bad experiences. It does. You can't have summer without winter. You can't have you know, the highest of highs without experiences, experiencing some lows. And it wasn't until I really, really recognized that that was what life is like. And that is the flavor of life. That's it's only until I recognized that, that I really started to lean into these hard times and truly want to put up my hand and say, you know what, like this is life, but I want to get better at dealing with these challenges. Um, I used to always try and like bury my head and just like, give myself excuses and come up with reasons as to why things were happening. And every time I did that, I pushed myself further and further away from being in a position to get better and like build my capabilities to deal with challenges. And I would try and disengage and opt out of life. Like I would try and opt out of the hard patches. And then I would like, I would say things like, yes, I'm, you know, I'm going to have the courage and the bravery to tackle these things. But when push came to shove and like, if I'm, you know, like being completely honest, it was like, I was just bullshitting myself and I wasn't trying to really be brave or courageous. I was just trying to like bury myself and run away from shit. And I would say that I was like ready to tackle stuff and that, you know, I was ready to give it a shot, but I was never ready because like every time there was an uncomfortable emotion or an emotion that was negative or made me feel uncomfortable, I would just try and one with it. I would never sit with it and try and be okay with sitting in those spots. Um, and it was like, especially over the last three years, there's been a number of different experiences that have been so, so hard. Um, and I don't think I would have truly respected and recognized universal balance without a lot of these experiences. And that's the hindsight of going through tough challenges, right? We, if we want to, we can start to work into those tough challenges and recognize the lessons that we've taken from and all of that kind of stuff. So tough challenges are so, so crucial in order to grow. And that's where the biggest amount of growth happens. Like I don't remember a lot of my high highs. I remember the painstaking heart lows, um, and that's where I remember the beauty of, of growth, but it's, it's been the accumulation of all of these hard experiences in particular over the last three years that has made me truly realize that, all right, this is life. This is the shades of life that you're going to get. So you can choose to numb out. And when I say numb out, you can choose to, you know, eat and watch TV and drink and, and do all of these behaviors that are basically just running away and numbing out from emotions, or you can feel the emotions, even though they're shit. And even though they feel awful in the moment, you can choose to feel them because they will pass and you can get through it onto another, you know, another spot and another place that feels empowering and happy and fulfilling and all of that kind of stuff. But you can't have all those experiences unless you're willing to go through the hard shit. And I think sometimes we forget that. I think that we expect and we have a fantasy that life is going to be like easy breezy cover girl. And, you know, even I think we expect that, yeah, we are going to get challenges, but like they're still manageable challenges. And 
I think we do build up a fantasy that that's what life is going to be like. And I know it's not, you know, um, I can't, uh, there's going to be points where I can share some more about some of these harder challenges. And I, I really want to, but I'm not going to share them right now because I'm still working through them. And I think it's important to take the time and privacy that you need to do to work through some stuff before you have a, a point to, you know, share and educate and mentor. So, um, yeah, the challenges are hard, but it's it's the beauty of getting through them, which gives you the lessons and the opportunities. And when we're trying to get to the other side and, and not just get to the other side for the sake of getting to the other side, um, we have to learn how to move through that hardship. Now, first and foremost, like I'm not someone that's like, hey man, sign me up for the shit. Like I want to take all the hardship because I know there's a lesson on the other side. No, like I don't want to go through them. Like half the time when I'm in them, I'm like, when is this going to be over? Um, And I don't like revel around and jump for joy when I'm in the hard stuff. Like I want to get out of it. Um, But I also know that if I keep wishing and hoping that they're over, that's when like I'm not truly leaning into like the work that needs to be done in order to grow in that opportunity. Now, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to explain some steps and just give you some thoughts around some of the, the, the tasks and tips that we can do in order to start building our own personal capability. Now, with the stuff that I'm going to talk about now, basically, I'm going to give you a little bit of a pre-frame and we'll kind of bring it and tie it back together at the end is what we're going to be doing is, is moving away from like a victim mode into what we can, re- we can refer to as like a Viking mode. So you might have heard this before, victim into Viking. And these steps are going to help us move from that victim, poor me, I'm getting pushed around by life kind of mentality into being a Viking and taking charge and recognizing that the challenges do happen but recognizing that we can also play with the challenges and not get stuck in that like victim mode. We can very much still push forward when things are tough. Now, the first step that I want to talk about when it comes to building your personal power and building your personal capabilities to weather any storm is a reflection piece. Um, Like this is the first thing and this is the first step that we need to do is we need to do some level of reflection and some level of dropping into our body and you know, gaining some mindfulness around our thoughts and how that's making us feel. And reflection is like the hardest part. And it's so, so hard to be honest with yourself. And I do find that when people start to go, you know what? Yeah, I want to recognize my thoughts and my feelings. They'll start to bullshit themselves. And, you know, when someone asks you and they're like, hey, how are you? And you can answer with, yeah, I'm okay or I'm fine. That's a bullshit answer because half the time it doesn't answer truly how you feel. And sometimes people try and take that into their reflection practice and they try and bullshit themselves and they'll start to answer like answer a question around what's really going on in my head with those kind of fine, I'm okay, it's all good, that kind of that kind of answer and that kind of approach. But if we truly want to lean into how we're feeling and we truly want to lean into this stuff because we want to build our personal power to get through the hard shit, then we've got to recognize some of the hard shit and we've got to be honest with how we are really feeling. Now, the prompt question I'm going to give you for stage one, if you were to pop this into your journal or you were to do some you know, brainstorming with someone that you trust, the question that you could ask together or ask in private is, how am I truly feeling? Unfucking filtered. How am I truly feeling? Unfucking filtered. And I want you to just go cry. I want you to like pull out those thoughts that are there and 
do it in a way that no one's going to read it. No one's going to give a shit. There's no judgment. No one cares what your thoughts are but you. But we can't truly move on to the next step until we're completely honest with what is going on upstairs. And you know what? Like when I journal half the time, I don't look back because it is crazy. Like there's some fucked up stuff written on those pages. Like I call my journals my chamber of secrets. Um, and I keep all of my journals and they're stacked up in my um, in my wardrobe. And it's like, shit, there's a lot of cray cray in there. But whatever, I would rather it is from the outside and not sitting inside me. And I always say this to my girls, I'd rather it rot on the outside than rot on the inside. Um, And I don't feel ashamed or embarrassed to write down some of these crazy things because I know that when I can start to acknowledge them, then I can play around with them and then I can get freaky with them. So that's the first stage is questions. How am I feeling? Unfucking filtered. That's number one. Number two is we want to start moving into some of these thoughts that we're putting on paper. And the first thoughts that you might put on paper might be bullshit. You might still be able to put in, you know, you might still be trying to pull the wool over your eyes and just be real pretty on it. But Once we move into the second stuff, we want to truly like start to pull some names to it and start to identify some themes that are coming through. Are you feeling frustrated? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling upset? Are you feeling like you want to stab someone? Whatever it is, we want to start to put some names towards this initial reflection that's being brain dumped on the page. And the reason we want to start to get some like namings to it or some labels to it or whatever you want to call it is because we want to start moving into more of a solution mode as we get further down these steps. Okay. So with the second part of this, um, of this kind of practice and the second stage here is literally go, first one was how am I feeling unfucking filtered? Okay. Words, sentences, drawings, whatever. Second step is let's start to identify it. Let's identify the problems. Let's identify and name these things. So that's number two. Now, the next stage of this, um, the next step is to answer a question of going, what are the consequences or what are the impacts of how these thoughts and feelings are in me? So what are the impacts of how I'm thinking and feeling? And I want you to get real honest here. And the impacts are not necessarily going to be negative. They might, they might definitely be have some positive elements to it. But I want you to really go, how are these thoughts and feelings impacting me and my life? So that's your question. How are these thoughts and feelings impacting my life? They are turning me into a crazy bitch and I am snapping at my husband. They are making me doubt myself. They are making me really like work really, really hard because I want to get better at something. So whatever the impact is, whether it's positive or negative, write it down. You might want to do it in two different columns or you might just want to brainstorm again. So what are the impacts of these thoughts and feelings? Okay. Now, as we moved into the next step, I want you to start thinking about the impacts, the thoughts and feelings. So the one, two, and three that we've already started to work through. And I want you to go, what can I control and what can I not control in these thoughts and feelings that are on my paper or in the conversation? So what are the things I can control and what are the things I cannot control? Okay. That's pretty self-explanatory, that one. Now, With the next one, as we move on to the next step, this is where the juice is really going to flow. And I love this step and I use this step a lot. This number five, the next step is going, okay, with the stuff that I can control and the stuff that, that I can't control, the next one is called my frustrations list, basically. 
What are the things that are frustrating slash, in my words, pissing me off? What are the things that are pissing me off in my life? And I want you to just get it all out. I want you to write a big old list of everything that is pissing you off. And it can be anything. Don't think that it's small or irrelevant or stupid. I just want you to write everything down. So I actually do my frustrations list um, on a regular basis. Now, it's usually prompted when I'm like doing like when I'm thinking about something continuously or obsessively, if there's something that's going through my head that just keeps coming up and she's a little bastard, I'm like, man, there is something that is just like relentlessly frustrating you right now. So let's just hit a frustrations list and see what's going on. Nine times out of 10, when I'm like prompting myself to do that, that thing comes out, but so does so much more. Now with the frustrations list, um, like I'll give you an example of some of the stuff that comes up when I do it. Um, One of the ones recently was something's frustrating me is not having Pepsi Max in the gym at work, not having cans stocked up. Um, That just really pisses me off because I like to have that at three o'clock every day. Um, Another frustration that was coming up for me was like the fucking kitchen bench was like dirty every night when I got home from coaching and I had to spend like 20 minutes just cleaning up shit. That was frustrating me to no end. Um, another frustration that would come up for me is that I had some reoccurring, reoccurring thoughts that were going through my head at nighttime. And it was like, it was making it really hard for me to get to sleep. So that was a frustration. Um, another frustration is that there was a task that my team were not delivering on time. And it was really pissing me off that I had to go ahead and check it every Friday afternoon. So those were more frustrations that were coming through. Now with this step, like I said, get it all out. Now, the next step that we want to do with this frustration list is we want to go, okay, what is some low hanging fruit that I can deal with now? And what are some low hanging fruit that I can start to solve or change or take that frustration away? And so with those examples that I've given you, okay, you can either delegate someone to go and buy you Pepsi Max and put it Pepsi Max and put it in the fridge, or you can go and do it yourself. I chose not to delegate that and I chose to go and buy myself the biggest amount of cans, like 30 cans, so I wouldn't have to do it as frequently. Okay. Um, The other one about the kitchen bench, the frustration there is like, you know what, I just wasn't articulating what I would like to happen in the nighttime. Um, And so we made it clear what it would look like at nighttime in terms of cleaning the kitchen up. Um, The other frustration about the task on a Friday, I made it very clear with my team and told them, you know, specifically what needs to be done because I wasn't clear enough. So I already, I could take three of those frustrations, things out of my head and free up that mental capacity. Cause that's what frustrations do. They just sit there and they eat away and they just add up. And we don't sometimes recognize how all of these things add up and how it makes us feel. So I could hang, I could hit those low hanging fruits early. So with your frustrations list, I want you to do that. I want you to jump into it and go, what can I change now? Now, there will be stuff that is bigger, um, and I call it the big kahunas. Don't try and tackle the big kahunas first. Don't get like, yeah, man, I'm going to do this big one now. Start small and then build up to the bigger ones, okay? Now, when you do this over and over again, so from step one to step five and six, which is your frustration list, and then hitting some low-hanging fruit, what starts to happen is you start to get a power and you start to feel a sense of, you know what, yeah, I can change this. I don't have to put up with this. I don't have to live in this frustration. And you do it over and over again. So these steps one to six 
Step number seven is repeat, repeat on end, whether it's a weekly practice, whether it's a monthly practice, whether it's a daily thing, whatever feels best for you, but you need to repeat it over and over again. And the more times you repeat this practice and you repeat these steps, you you start moving from helplessness and I can't change anything, I feel out of control. You start to move away from that victim mode of being trapped in your excuses and your you know, your victim mode over and over again. And you start realizing that, hey, I'm not as shit as I thought I was. I'm not as helpless as I thought I was. I can actually change these things that are happening in my mind. And you start to gain that personal power and you start to build capabilities and see and provide positive evidence to yourself that you're not full of shit and you're not completely helpless and you can move into that Viking mode and you can dictate your behavior and you can dictate your thoughts and feelings, which ultimately will give you the results that you're after. So this is what personal power is about. And this is personal capabilities. It's taking you out of that victim mode. It's taking you out of that helplessness mode and moving you into a brain and a capability of, you know, solving and solution and articulating your problems and spitballing options of how to get out of these feelings. That's what personal capabilities to weather a storm is all about because challenges keep coming like hard things keep coming the storms keep coming whether it's a pandemic and lord help us I hope we don't have another one in our life but different versions of a storm are going to come up and if we always stay in that victim mode and if we always stay in what I call um, the problem is type of people and I'm doing like air quotes you know those type of people that will always answer something with well the problem is or like you know just always have some sort of like negative Nancy to it you know you can always be that type of person and you can always enter your situations like that and live your life like that but it's going to keep you moving through the same shit over and over again on repeat because you're not thinking of a different way of how to get out of it you're not troubleshooting these problems into solutions you're not you know wiring your brain to start thinking something else than the problem is the problem is like I don't personally want to be someone like that I don't want to live a life where I'm like saying the same shit on repeat and coming up with the same challenges on repeat like I still want to have new challenges that look different that look harder and I want to learn new lessons from it so we have to remember that challenges keep coming storms keep coming but we have the ability to build our own personal power and build our own personal capabilities but it does take us dealing with the shit that we're in and staying in those hard emotions and quite literally feeling uncomfortable okay when these emotions come up we can't bury our head in the sand and we can't just go you know what I don't want to deal with all the time if we want a different result if we want something that is different to where we are now we have to face these emotions we have to face these thoughts and feelings if we want to get a different action okay now One thing that I just want to note before we finish off this episode is that when people have tough times come up, I feel like a lot of the time that's only when someone is like, you know what, I really need to deal with this. Now, the the analogy that I want to kind of give you to explain this is when when someone gets hurt, right, or when someone's like injured then they'll go and see someone. They might see an allied professional, they might get a referral, they might go to the doctor, whatever it might be. Especially in a training sense, if someone gets injured, they will then go to the allied professional. But there might have been some clues that were coming up earlier that suggesting they might need to go and get some, you know, some help and start to troubleshoot some of these niggles or some of these precursors to the big pain that might be coming. But a lot of the time people don't do that. They only go and see the physio when the pain is there. 
And this is what happens when we start wanting to, you know, build our mindset or lean into challenges or change some of these capabilities. We only try and do it when we're in that position, when we're on our ass. And you've got to remember that when you're on your ass and when you're in pain and when you're in the storm, you're in a tough spot and it's hard and you're already in a compromised state. So right now with us being eight weeks into COVID, I feel like we're kind of out of the the worst of the storm. Like it's still pretty shitty and we've still got rain and sunshine and wind and all that kind of stuff happening. And I feel like people are like starting to go, you know what, I'm going to start looking at it now. Okay. Same as the analogy with the physio. But what happens is that as we go through and it starts, you know, the sun starts shining and we're out of the pain and we can see, we can see us getting back into the gym and oh my God, I can start to squat again. We drop off and we don't do the stuff that we did at the start. And this is what happens is that when we're in, when we're feeling good, we leave it. We stop doing our rehab work. We stop doing our journaling. We stop doing our reflection work, all of that kind of stuff. And that's the point where we want to be making the miles. That's the point where we want to be doing the work because we have more capabilities. We feel better about ourselves. We feel like we're more in control and we have, you know, more, more ability to get further along with this type of work. But a lot of us, once we're out of the thick of it, once we're out of the big storm, we drop it and we don't do any more. So as we're coming out of COVID and as we're coming out of these eight weeks, I would encourage you to do these steps that I've given you, but I also encourage you, please just keep doing that when it starts getting better, because that's when you're going to make the true change. And that's when you're going to build your capabilities, when you've got more power to give that attention, when you've got more capabilities to put more work in. Okay. So just because it's better, don't give up. Don't stop doing the work. Make the miles when you're feeling good, because that's when you're going to really, really clock up the miles. So I hope those steps have given you something to think about, and I hope they've given you some prompts to start to work through, whether it's journaling through the privacy of your own pages, or whether you go and speak to a therapist or a psychologist or, you know, a friend or a coach. I really want you to start thinking about some of those questions and, and just having an exploration because that is the whole point of building our skill sets and building our personal power is we first have to have the ability to know some stuff, to ask. And then we have to be willing to go there and willing to deal with some of that hard stuff. I hope that gave you something to think about and some stuff to work through. And I will speak with you next week. Alrighty team, bye. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and you're ready to take the learnings and apply it to your own business. If you want to get in contact with me, send me a message through Instagram or send me an email, Rasheen H on Instagram or Rasheen at barbellbabesbrigade.com.au. Speak with you soon. Okay, bye.